0: Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure, self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market, or for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888 705 0950 that's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to ten thousand dollars in free silver just for the sj audience join me today and take back your power secure your wealth with colonial metals group hello world welcome to the shannon joy show Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It is so good to be with all of you today. It is Friday, December 15th. Thank you, Jesus. It is Friday. I don't know about you guys, but I am ready for the weekend, ready to relax and gear up for the final week of the broadcast year next week. It's going to be great. So thankful to our partners over at Rumble. We are live right now. On Rumble, we are live on Twitter. We are live on Spreely. Also, you can grab the show on any podcast platform. And of course, we're so thankful for our 50,000 watt flagship AM radio station that carries this show every day. News Radio Wham 1180. We have a big show for you today. I am so excited to introduce you to two new friends of the Shannon Joy Show, Absolute Warriors. The title today, Battling the Culture Wars through enterprise we're going to meet thought leaders and entrepreneur entrepreneurs and activators who really were birthed in the covid-19 lockdowns of 2020 it really did birth a whole crop of new leaders New thinkers in all shapes and sizes doing their part from their corner of the world to fight the tyranny that came to this country and other Western democracies in those dark days of 2020. As you know, we feature on the Shannon Joy Show a lot of scientists, medical doctors, thinkers. We have academics. We have philosophers and economists like Jeffrey Tucker and the folks over at the Brownstone Institute people like Naomi Wolf over at Daily Clout doing amazing work with the Pfizer documents. But I'm also interested in meeting the people who are shaping culture, people outside of the academic institutions who are in the hair salons and in the gyms and building businesses that are relevant to people today and very successful in doing that. And so I'm so excited to bring in two new shows. Today, you're going to meet uh, an amazing woman. Her name is Lindsey Graham. Yes, it really is Lindsey Graham. She is the Patriot Barbie. And also, uh, halfway through the show, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to bring in a new friend, John Burke. He has a hot new show or a hot growing show on Rumble. It is American Savage, an amazing story behind John Burke and also Lindsey Graham. And these are just examples. I want to introduce you guys to these people. They have amazing business businesses, Uh, they are entrepreneurs, and they are out there fighting the culture wars for freedom. So we're going to do that today. I'm super psyched. These guys are so interesting and so layered and complex, and I'm really, really thrilled to learn from them, learn about their backstories, and then welcome them in. Uh, to the Joy family. So before we get to that, just a few pieces of housekeeping. We're going to have Lindsay in in just a moment. Thank you to Aaron for producing the show today. We're thrilled to have you. It was an amazing victory yesterday, guys. Rumble actually platformed the Shannon Joy show on the front page, my interview with Dr. Peter McCullough, which was amazing. We've been talking about how difficult it has been for certain voices to get through the fray and through the fracas on Rumble. And uh, they actually platformed the show. We did 56,000 56, views on just that show yesterday, and it's growing. That's absolutely huge. And I think it solidifies Rumble as a platform that does value free speech, also the home for medical Freedom Advocates. Remember, it was the one place where you could get the truth about vaccines, masking, lockdowns, you name it. That was Rumble. We are thrilled to be platformed on their amazing, amazing platform. And so that was really, really cool. We also made the New York Times. Yes, the Shannon Joy Show just a couple days ago made the New York Times in an interesting piece. We're going to cover this on Monday but it was the the birth of an anti-vax story. And it was this big headline in New York Times, and it featured my interview with an amazing, amazing gentle soul. His name was George Watts Sr. He lost his son in the state of New York uh, to vaccine injury and death. His son died of vaccine-induced myocarditis. And in 2021, that was one of the first platforms to welcome George Watts. He wanted to warn other parents about the dangers of the COVID-19 vaccines. Well, in a slight hit piece, the New York Times picked it up and featured a quote from the show and also that interview. On Monday, we will be talking about it on the Shannon Joy Show because it is a relevant, relevant story. And I think the Streisand effect might be popping in on that story because essentially they are highlighting the fact that COVID-19 vaccines do indeed kill, even though they're trying to gloss it over in that story. So we're going to hit that next week for sure. And also, I'm working on a story that I would like to talk to Lindsey Graham about when I bring her on because she is right in this battle Uh, the new feminism, the 21st century feminism, that essentially is about battling transgenderism and the woke culture that is pushing forth this idea that men can actually be better women than women themselves. I'm working with a young girl and her mom here in New York State in a neighboring town of Webster, a devastating story of a 13-year-old who was brutally beaten this week. She stood up and spoke out about her discomfort being in a locker room with a transgender student. They targeted her and um, unbelievably, a couple weeks after her speech at a local school board meeting, she was beaten in the hallways of her middle school. I'm working with her mother right now and hopefully we are gonna bring mom on next week to talk about this. The culture wars are raging and our girls are right at the center of it. We're gonna make sure that we're focusing on this, on the Shannon Joy Show. So let's bring in now a quick intro. Oh, and thank you to all of you who are on the live chat right now. It's heating up. Welcome, Merle. Welcome, CJP Rumble. A lot of our regulars are on. Studio 8424 is with us. Love your comments. Love to hear from you. And I'll be checking in on them throughout the show. But without further ado, I'm so thrilled to welcome the Patriot Barbie. You know, I wish, I always wish that I could have been coined the patriot barbie it was through her activism speaking out in the dark days of 2020 lindsey graham was minding her own business running a very successful salon in oregon and the lockdowns came in shut her down and threatened her livelihood and also the livelihoods of the people who worked for her she didn't back down she actually stood up and fought back and that has led to a very successful career and now She is the Patriot Barbie. She is an influencer, a podcaster. She has a large social media presence and also an amazing entrepreneur. I met Patriot Barbie through the whole fracas with Dan Bongino when he called me out and was introduced to the folks over at Spreely. A lot of people came to my defense and defended my right to free speech. Patriot Barbie was one of those people through her platforming on Spreely. Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. You are so cool. I am so thrilled to talk to you and introduce you to my audience. You're a mom just like me. You have three kids, nine, seven, and three. You came up through the pain and the turmoil of 2020 lockdowns. And I'm just so thankful to know you now and to meet you and and to help promote some of the things that you're doing as well. So let's just start with your origin story. Tell the audience about you, your business, and what 2020 meant to you and why you stood up and and spoke out.
1: Well, um, you know, everyone remembers that in March of 2020, we all got shut down, the whole nation. So, you know, in that aspect, I was not special or unique whatsoever. We all shut down, stay home, stay safe, three weeks to flatten the curve all the all the bs and i did shut down my salon i had a five thousand square foot 25 stylist salon in oregon i had a new baby my three-year-old now and i thought you know what i've got more time with my baby i'll stay home it's a blessing whatever i was never political i was not paying attention they said shut down i didn't really care otherwise so i just kind of did um a lot of people were really crazy about that lockdown. Other salons had like locked up their salons and they wouldn't let their staff in. And I was like, I don't care what you guys do. And I had a few girls say, well, I gotta work. And I'm like, go work, I don't care. Um, if, if I didn't have a new baby, I'd go work. And you know, three weeks turned into four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, and it's hard to imagine Shannon now, right? That it literally was six weeks and we were all still compliant. Very, very few people had opened. Ian Smith had not opened his gym in New Jersey. Shelly Luther had just opened her salon in Texas and I was watching her story, cheering her on. Six weeks had gone by. We were starting to look at our own life and say, we've got house payments. We had six businesses actually that we were having to pay, you know, on and and overhead on. We're going to go bankrupt if I stay closed. And I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can watch my life fall apart at the hands of a government. And now I was wide awake. I don't believe this stuff. Walmart's open. If this was really about our safety i could do someone's hair if walmart can be open so right. Right. i just said you know what i'm gonna open i'm gonna work i don't know what that's gonna look like but i have to do it and so that got out you know no one else in in the united states was reopening their business and yeah. i did
0: Lindsay, were you political or politically minded or involved in politics or that type of thing pri- prior to 2020 or was this just like a ton of bricks like you j- it hit you and you're like wow?
1: Yeah, I was my Facebook in the in the political box, it literally said I don't do politics. I <laughs> I mean I was I voted for Obama in whatever year he ran. I was so just like cool, first black president, whatever. I mean, I right. was like totally disconnected from the reality of politics. I did oh. vote for Trump in 2016. Um, but I think that's cause I thought yeah, he's a businessman. I think a businessman should run our company or should run our, you know, our country. I was yeah. not involved in politics whatsoever.
0: Yeah. So you decided to open your business. You're just like, Hey, you know what? This is BS. If Walmart's open, I can cut hair. You're seeing, you're being inspired by other gym owners and salon owners across the country. And I remember those days when that was happening. And so you decided to open your business. What happened after that?
1: <laughs> um, well, so I I posted that I was going to open and I, I would appreciate the support of my community. Um, and I shared that in a Facebook group, which I did not know was public. And so it got shared like, 80,000 times. And then the news was calling me, you're going to reopen against the lockdowns. You know, why do you care to comment? And I was like, yeah, I care to comment. I think this is important. Business owners are losing our butts. I mean, you're giving unemployment to our employees and you're telling us that you'll give us PPP loans, but we have to use that to pay our employees who aren't working. So I'm right. like, yeah, I'm going to go bankrupt. if we. This is this all it is. It's not It's not spiritual, it's not religious, it's not political. It's that I'm going to go bankrupt and lose everything I've ever worked for for 20 years because of you guys, if I don't reopen. And the story went global. Um, And it really went global because Kate Brown was our governor at the time. And she immediately put a hit out on me. I mean, it was like every state agency that could came to my door of my salon and threatened me with um, $70,000 fines, $50,000 a day fines, um, the removal of my hair license, the removal of my business license. We're going to kick you out of your building. And then CPS, Child Protective Services, showed up at my house on the third day that I was open because I ignored all of these other threats and threatened to take my kids away. And that is when I knew I was in a really, really big battle with the government.
0: Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing, you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend. And they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code SHANNON. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code SHANNON, you'll get 15% 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. CPS came to your door, threatened to take your kids away. Was it was it because they deemed you weren't following COVID protocols and you were endangering them? They did they give you any type of of reasoning behind her or it was just a brute, aggressive action to shut you up and shut you down?
1: There was, a, an, there was an anonymous report um, that came who knows from where and it was passed through multiple screeners with oh, no God. validation whatsoever. And they were told put a rush on this report. And I have multiple whistleblowers that came forward and said this report seeing it as it is on its face should never have passed even one person in this in this you know in this organization somebody wanted to shut you up if somebody wanted to threaten you with something
0: Unbelievable! This is so interesting. So, one of the comments on the live chat right now, Lindsay. Everyone, uh, buy local, support small businesses. Don't use Amazon. You're playing to people who hate you, and these local independent businesses need you. It's so funny that that comment came through the live chat because that's how you and I met. Uh, you have parlayed this. So they they tried to shut you down. You that you mean you ended up on. Glenn Beck. I mean, let me see. I mean, you have been on major, major platforms. Glenn Beck, Dana Lash, Lars Larson, Megan Kelly, David Harris, Sebastian Gorka. Uh, with your story, you didn't back down. You fought back. In your bio, you mentioned that um, as Patriot Barbie, you're a loud, proud, pro-gun, pro-life, Jesus-loving, red-blooded, conservative, <laughs> Republican woman, right? In three years' time, transforming from somewhat apathetic, not really caring about politics or those type of things. Like you really just transformed and learned and adapted and adjusted. And now you are platforming, you are an entrepreneur and you're offering people ways to support businesses that support their values. And we'll get into that from pre-COVID-19 to where you are today. Um,
1: wow, I mean, if you want to say like full, like on its head, completely different, it's it's radical. It's it's insane that I, I look at who I am now and some of my friends are like, what in the world happened to you? But what really what really happened was, I mean, I I, I got red pilled for sure. I was raised conservative, but was not interested in politics. I was raised a Christian, but was probably a lukewarm Christian. And this thing in 2020, it, uh, I mean, it rocked my world to the highest extent. I i was cancel cultured to the extreme and yeah. I was pretty quiet about it when it happened because it was so painful and it felt like the whole world was against me. But the liberals in Oregon called me, the you know, a white supremacist, um, a nationalist, a, a far right wing, um, you know, whatever. And I had death threats, my kids had death threats. We were receiving hate mail on a minute by minute basis to all of our businesses. Um, I lost all my stylists at my salon because they couldn't Mm. handle the heat of being associated with me. And so really like that experience taught me that everything is fragile. Everything that you build your life on, your reputation, it's fragile and I, I did a flip in 2020, we we actually had to leave Oregon. We closed all of our businesses, ran for our lives, moved to Arizona. And I had an identity crisis and the Lord was like, this is because I have other plans for you. I have bigger plans for you and your identity is in me. It is not in being a boss babe hair salon owner. It is in something I'm going to call you to do. And if you trust me, it's going to be amazing. And you are going to feel, be filled with purpose and joy, like you've never experienced. and that's literally where I'm at today is like a full 180. um, Thank you, Jesus, because I know that what I'm doing now is much more important than, you know, giving people hair extensions.
0: (laughs) Right. We do love hair extensions, though. We're not anti hair extensions. I'm always absolutely pro hair extension. Well, and that's what I love about you, (laughs) is that you have parlayed this when they mocked you and called you Patriot Barbie, you embraced it, you leaned into it, you owned it, and now You are Patriot Barbie. Your website is PatriotBarbie.com, but you've also started other businesses, which I love. There's pretty little Patriot which is women's fashion and beauty and style. You are working with my freedom cart which is a way for people to shop for everyday items through your portal and support companies and businesses that support their values. So you have now taken those losses and sometimes it's very painful in your walk with God where he moves you in a direction or he shuts doors and sometimes he slams doors right on your face and it's not it's just not going to open but When you trust in him and believe in him, then he moves you into where you are supposed to be. And so it's just absolutely amazing. I want you guys to visit PatriotBarbie.com, PatriotBarbie.com. We're also going to talk about My Freedom Cart, which I'm going to join you you on that little endeavor, which is super fun. So let's go to break very quickly. I'm so thrilled to introduce you guys to Lindsey Graham, and hopefully she'll be – joining me on the Shannon Joy Show for a long time to come. But when we come back, we're going to continue her story and talk about what she's doing, how she's using her entrepreneurial spirit and her faith-led journey to start businesses that are hopefully going to be set up as parallel institutions so that we can stop giving money to companies that hate us. That's the point. Uh Let's keep the money in the family. We can do that with Lindsey Graham. We come back right here on the Shannon Joy Show.
2: Hot. My name is Quinn Pittman. I grew up here in the Florida woods. I like to hunt and fish on our land in Osteen, Florida. When I was seven, I asked my parents if I could have a couple of milk goats so I can make cheese. I am 14 now and I have a small goat herd. My dad built this barn to keep my goats safe from the bobcats and coyotes that sometimes roam our land. I milk them every day before school. I love spending time with my goats. I make ice cream and milk for some of my friends that are allergic to cow's milk because every kid should be able to eat ice cream. I also make goat milk soap. It is better for your skin, it won't dry out, and it lasts a long time. I make it on my back porch with my mom. If you would like to try my soap, you can order it at QPGoatSoap.com. Place an order and we will make sure that you have fragrant, freshly cured goat milk soap in your home, just like we have in ours.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. And make sure you go to qpgoatsoap.com right now. Put in the promo code JOY. You will get 10% off. And um, hold up on the QP Goat Soap Pet Shampoo. They cannot keep up with your orders. Dana emailed me this morning and said, Shannon, pull the pet shampoo out ad. We cannot keep up with the demand. Um, everybody really, really, really loves it. And um, so, yeah, hold off on that. But they have an amazing line of completely organic Family made. It's an, a small family business out of Florida and it's the best goat soap. I love it. Like I mentioned before, I'm not even using lotion anymore. It is so moisturizing. I use it every single day. They have a million different varieties and it's great for Christmas gift giving. Any order over $30 gets free shipping. And remember the promo code JOY for 10% off. That's QPGoatsOap.com. Okay. Lindsey Graham, AKA. Patriot Barbie. I'm so jealous, by the way. I wish someone would have called me Patriot Barbie back in the day because that is just the coolest. I love that you embraced it. You're, you're an entrepreneur, so you basically have forged a new career. You're a radio and podcast talk show host. You're a political activist, and you have these multiple businesses. Let's talk about my freedom cart because I met you through Spreely, all the fellows over at Spreely we are now platforming The Shannon Joy Show to like real actual TV via Roku and Apple TV, which is so cool. And you're involved with those guys, but you also are involved with My Freedom Cart, which is a way for regular people from across the country to shop for items, everyday household items, Omit Amazon, omit Target from their repertoire of shopping, and support companies that support them and their values. Can you talk about your entre- entrepreneurial efforts, My Freedom Card, and even you know Pretty Little Patriot as well? Whatever you want to talk about, I want to support yeah. you, and I want our audience to sh- support you too.
1: I love it. Well, yeah, this is this is to me this is the the fruition of what my faithfulness to God has really led to. I, if I was back in Oregon doing hair, I would be hustling every day. I'd be sacrificing my time, my body, um, quality memories with my kids. I believe that in losing everything, because God took it from me, he was gifting me with, you know, more freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of being who I am without fear of being canceled and like financial freedom. So this is something I never would have advocated before. Cause again, I didn't care, but I've been a huge voice in the move against targets um and a huge voice in the move against Amazon because you know Amazon profited all on all of us being locked down i almost would bet that jeff bezos had a hand in it and yeah. i don't want to support those companies anymore i i'm very pro life i've i've got an abortion story myself that i'm very vocal about and amazon pays their employees to go over state lines to kill their baby and i just i'm like i can't i can't keep doing that and i can't keep saying everyone shouldn't do it if i can't do it myself And so forever, I made my life harder by making my list of toothpaste and deodorant and whatever I needed, makeup, skincare, and I'd go to the store. I would no longer get it at Amazon. But I have three kids. I have multiple businesses. That's hard. It's hard to do. It made my life harder. Um, And then someone introduced me a year ago to my freedom cart, which is all of those household things. So cleaning supplies, toothpaste, makeup, skincare, coffee, protein, supplements, vitamins, all the stuff that I previously had on subscribe and save on Amazon is at my freedom cart. And I've tried, I've tried it for a year before I started kind of sharing how I felt about it. Cause I wanted to test the products and all that stuff, but it's the same concept as Amazon. Everything comes right to your door. You can have an auto, you know, order every month or you can go shopping. Um, everything's toxic free. And then the biggest, of course, the biggest talking points for me, and this is why I joined, is that the owner is a huge Republican donor. Frank VanderSloot has been literally canceled by, by Barack Obama. That's how much the Democrats <laughs> hate him. Right. And it's made in America. Um, the manufacturing mm. plant is in Idaho. Everything ships from Idaho. It's direct manufacturer. You're literally supporting you know, a, a conservative family and an American company. And so I've become a spokesperson for the company and am a, a huge, You know, you, you can't talk about something you don't really believe in. Sure. And I really, really believe in this company.
0: Well, I signed up. I signed up to my freedom card. So I'm going to be doing it. I put in my first order um, earlier this week, lotion yeah. and toothpaste, face lotion, toothpaste and uh, diffusers for my kids, for their rooms, the scented oil diffusers, I'm going to put them in their stockings. So that was kind of my first order. But um, no, you guys are going to be hearing about My Freedom Cart moving forward. We're going to do a little uh, a little collaboration with Lindsay, and I'm really excited about that. And for me, as an independent broadcaster, it is an absolute blessing to be able to work with advertisers and advocators and businesses that share our values. You guys know how much I love the, the Pittmans over at QP Goat Soap. And one of the benefits of not working for a big conglomeration or a big media company or being supported by a big corporation uh being small and independent like i am i get to pick my partners and pick the people that I present to you guys as advertisers and as sponsors of the show. So Lindsay, I am so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for everything that you're doing. And I can't wait to introduce you more to this audience as we move through a very contentious political year. 2024 is going to be bananas, but we can all advocate advocate, yeah, and activate in our own ways. And sometimes that's just through our purchasing power. So it's as simple as where you buy your toothpaste from. And this is an opportunity for you guys to do that. So that is myfreedomcart.com. If you want to check them out, you'll be hearing about them on the Shannon Joy show as we move into the new year, which is super exciting, myfreedomcart.com. And make sure you follow Lindsay at her website, patriotbarbie.com. Any final words for the audience, Lindsay, as I let you go, we're going to bring in John Burke after you totally opposite like big burly army veteran yeah. he, he's an entrepreneur too and also a podcast yeah. host a, a really popular podcast host on rumble growing he's amazing too so i just love the i love the uh, uh the difference in in appearance and style but i think it's really cool but any last words before i let you go
1: no, just thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for trusting me and joining my freedomcard.com and being a spokesperson along with me. And yes, guys, if you want to hear more of my story, patriobarby.com. I just wrote a children's faith-based book. Um, I have a memoir. What is it? Um, Tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, like, just let my story be a testimony. Let my story be the, the, the story that pushes you over the edge to really, like, answer God's call and pray about what your role is in the spiritual war because it's going to get really bad really soon. And I want everyone to know what God's calling them to do, because we need to work together. It can't just be Shannon, you with your show, and it can't just be me, you know, speaking at school boards. We all have to fall, fall into our purpose. So I hope that my story becomes a ministry to people and empowers them to do what God's calling them to do.
0: Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver assets that have stood the test of time makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth and call Colonial Metals Group today. That is so exciting, and I love every bit of it. And I'm looking forward to collaborating with you, girl. I love it. I love it. And I'm going to check out Pretty Little, yeah, Pretty Little Patriot as well. Like that is so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, the women's I fashion
1: and dudes. Dudes will never model our clothing.
0: Ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. PatriotBarbie.com, PatriotBarbie.com. Thank you so much, and we'll be back in a minute. We're go- we're going to go to break. And then we're going to bring in john burke he is amazing again all of these new friendships came out of the big fracas with dan bongino on twitter when he came out hard because i was criticizing uh, rumble and the financial ties between trump truth social dan bongino and rumble accusing them of suppressing alternate views particularly about Ron DeSantis. And so that started like this whole thing with Dan Bongino. As you guys all remember, he called me a piece of trash and full of you know what, and was very public about it. And in that it introduced me as how I met Patriot Barbie, Lindsay, and also John Burke. John has a a show on Rumble alongside myself. And he's been a very, very clear voice on all of this political stuff. Um, and he came out, defended me very early on. And I really appreciated that. I got hooked up with the folks over at Spreeley and it led to now conversations between, you know, the guys in the upper echelons of Rumble. They're hearing your voices. They're hearing that they need to not be so one-sided when it comes to coverage and, you know, only covering Trump, but they need to give these other candidates, particularly DeSantis, an opportunity to get some views as well. And so we're making a difference. And John Burke had a lot to do with that. He is uh, an amazing podcaster and also an entrepreneur. We're going to welcome him in the Joy Virtual Studio when we are back right here on the Shannon Joy Show.
3: New details tonight on the 1963 assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The alleged assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was involved in a CIA operation three months before the assassination.
2: This project was said to be a covert CIA operation that was developing a top secret vaccine and or a biological
4: weapon. What they're doing is they're trying to kill Castro.
3: I'm
0: a In 1963, the world was a powder keg ready to explode, with the CIA holding a match to fuses on every continent. From Vietnam to Cuba, clandestine operations were being waged to preserve a fascist new world order, which emerged from the ashes of the Third Reich. Assassination teams within the CIA had their eyes on two sitting heads of state. Fidel, a few years earlier, had survived an agency-led coup d'etat. The other head of state, President John F. Kennedy, had scuttled that attempted overthrow and pledged to dismantle the agency, which was already planning his demise. U.S. soil was no longer sacred nor safe from the murderous reach of the CIA, which now reached ambitiously into the heartland of America and into the bayous of New Orleans. Not me, however, I'm a, a, a communist. A young girl found herself caught up in a clandestine covert operation to eliminate Fidel Castro. This wouldn't be a shot heard around the world, but rather a silent shot of super cancer-causing poison derived from a monkey simian virus called SV40. A team of fascists hell-bent on defeating communism directed by the CIA was formed in New Orleans. This den of vipers included the head of the National Cancer Society, the FBI's former head agent in mafia-controlled Chicago, and a paramilitary instructor who would bring in a double agent named Lee Harvey Oswald. This tale has everything from murder, espionage, a tragic love story, to bioweapons and the genesis of of gain-of-function research. At the end of this, we'll have one dead doctor, multiple dead agents, and a dead president. I'm Shannon Joy, stay tuned as I take you through the full story. Welcome back, everyone, to The Shannon Joy Show. And if you scroll down in the show description, you can find a link to the full story so you don't have to go and look for it. We'll probably replay that during Christmas break. It was super successful over Thanksgiving break, and I hope to do another mini documentary in 2024. It was really, really fun, really interesting and showed me that there really is nothing new under the sun. So scroll down in the description right now and click on the full story. I am so thrilled, so thrilled to welcome into the Joy Virtual Studio, another amazing guest, a very new friend of the Shannon Joy Show. His name is John Burke. He is a rising star over at Rumble, the host of American Savage. He is an army veteran. He served two tours in Iraq, a tour in Afghanistan. He is uh, the owner of Shellshock CBD, which is coming on as a sponsor of the Shannon Joy show in the new year, which is really super exciting. He's a tango, tango dancer with his beautiful girlfriend, uh, he, he's been on Fitness Reality. I mean, the, the layers to this guy, it's just everything. But he's also a really great political analyst. And he has jumped right into this fracas with the DeSantis versus Trump thing happening, not only on Rumble, but on social media. And he also came to my aid when Dan Bongino went a little bonkers On Twitter, calling me out and screaming at me about, you know, calling out is there a financial connection between Truth Social, Trump, MAGA Inc and some of these big talkers. I think we're beginning to see, it's evident that there is. We were right over the target and on the money. John Burke was as well. John, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. I am so thrilled to have you on my platform. So glad you had me on your platform and just can't wait to talk about the news of the day. How are you doing? I don't know if John can hear me or I can hear you. A little bit of, you can hear me, John. And we're just looking for John's audio right now. We can figure that out, hopefully. Hey, Aaron, what's up with John's audio? Do you know? Is anyone there? (laughs) Anyone? Anyone? All right. Why don't we troubleshoot? Hey, John, say test, test one, two. Can you test your mic? Yeah. Yeah. So we do not have his mic. This is what we're going to do. We are going to go to break and let's run QP Goat Soap. And during the break, Aaron, if we can troubleshoot with John to make sure to get his mic working. On the live chat, you guys, you can hear me. Yep, you can hear me. Oh, John, they saw you tango on Twitter. So the audience is already ready to, to, yeah, they're very impressed. All right, let's get that mic working. Let's go to a break, Aaron, and let's figure out what's going on with John's mic. And we will continue in a moment right here on the Shannon Joy Show. It was six years ago when Quinn Pittman and his family started making goat milk soap and shampoo. Quinn was just nine years old. QP Goat Soap has turned into a successful family business thanks to you.
2: Sandra loves it
3: and you got to give it a try. Like I said, if people would just use the Quinn's goat milk soap because the oils are different. I have bought in, uh, at a flea market and have used before is uh, somebody's goat milk soap, but you can tell it's not as um, rich in lathering. So you've got the the best oils and um, that you're using to make the
2: best soap. You really do. Quinn has found the secret formula. By using the right amounts of goat milk, natural oils, and natural fragrances to create the best goat milk
0: soap for your skin and goat milk shampoo for your hair. You'll never go back to what you've been using. Get yours today at QPGoatSoap.com. We are back. I am Shannon Joy. Hopefully we have worked out. Tech difficulties in audio, John. How are we doing over there? So we don't have anything. So he can hear me. Why don't we reconnect? Aaron, why don't you ask John to uh, shut down, reconnect, check all of his audio settings, and then bring him back on, and we can continue. All right, so yeah, let's let's work with John. Can you ask him to disconnect? and get back on. Are you in contact with him? Okay. All right. These are the perils of live broadcasting here on the Shannon Joy show. We'll let Aaron contact John and see if we can get a reconnection, but I think it's become very evident and there is more chatter on Twitter regarding some of the bigger talkers like Dan Bongino and Tucker Carlson and even Alex Jones as they continue to kind of pound the pavement for Team Trump. And it just doesn't seem genuine. These are individuals who are really critical, but all of a sudden, it seems like eight, 10 weeks ago, they changed their tune, something happened. And you're beginning to see more and more People, you know, say, "Hey, what is going on with this?" Not really sure that these voices are speaking for us any longer, and so that's really been, um, you know, a, a, a point of contention. And I'm really pleased that you know John Burke and so many freedom fighters have been standing up and speaking out, and really for free speech. It's about this idea that the primary is over before it begins, and. The idea that we're just going to cancel it, that we pick one candidate and the candidate is picked in a back room by rhinos, Republicans, the DNC in some cases, MAGA Inc., Con Inc., and we're just supposed to go along with it before a vote is even cast. And I think that really chafed a lot of people, myself included, especially when you have a candidate really as good as Ron DeSantis. There is a new video, a new short documentary coming out from Epic Times, it's fantastic. I tweeted it out on Twitter yesterday and this was done in 2021 and it was an interview with Jan Yakellek He is the senior editor over at Epic Times. And the title is DeSantis, Florida versus lockdowns. And this is uh, this video is resurfacing and the promo clips to promote it are resurfacing because it shows how very detailed and in-depth Ron DeSantis went to battle lockdowns. He succumbed like many people did, including Lindsay, Patriot Barbie, who we just had in the Joy Virtual Studio. First four weeks, six weeks, everyone was a little shell-shocked. And yes, they locked down the state of Florida, but it's very evident that DeSantis brought in a team of experts, his own experts, was looking at the data, was open to alternate data you know, information coming from places other than the CDC and the White House. And he took a radically different course in 2021 and even late 2020. And this is detailed and documented in this new, it's not a new documentary, it's actually an old documentary, DeSantis, Florida versus lockdowns. And so I wanna encourage you guys with a subscription to Epic Times, I think you can get the documentary and watch it, but the trailer is a a campaign ad in and of itself. It shows you what he was up against, how many people were hammering him, battering him for going against Fauci, going against the CDC, and I think everyone has forgotten that. It's also interesting to consider the fact that we have a track record. Here we have a, a resume, so to speak, of an executive in a position of power, in a state that is would be the equivalent of the fifteenth largest country, in you know the uh, on the globe, defying every single global push to lockdown, mask up, shut down, and then force vac- vaccinate. And this led Peter Hyland, a really impressive commentator on Twitter that I've been following for quite some time, to make this editorial statement, which I absolutely agree with. And this is what Peter Hyland wrote. Ron DeSantis irrevocably altered the course of this country, and I would say history, during COVID. The establishment fully intended to take their totalitarianism even further than they did, and we can all sense that, and openly discuss their plans to do so. But as long as Ron DeSantis stood firm in Florida, it simply wasn't possible. Florida showed the rest of the country that the COVID narrative was wrong. And because of that, the populace simply wouldn't accept more totalitarian measures and demanded their own states get back to normal. He was a leader in that space. And there were certainly other governors like Kemp and Reynolds who were excellent or better than say Kathy Hochul or Andrew Cuomo or Gavin Newsom in California. They were excellent on COVID, but it was Ron DeSantis that the entire establishment decided would be the enemy, and they applied immense pressure on him every day for 18 months straight. And that is very clear in this very powerful documentary, Florida versus Lockdowns from Epic Times. They wanted to destroy him, and he never wavered, never backed down. Never even blinked, and this is why I believe we are not in a perpetual state of lockdowns and orange zones and red zones and green zones and force testing and force masking and you know all of these protocols. I think that we really uh, put up a a, a barrier to their plans to move us very seamlessly into perpetual lockdown, and then obviously the economic collapse, and then what would be the central banking digital currency. I think it is much harder for them today to collapse this economy because so many Americans resisted the vaccines, because we were able to force the opening of society and of schools and of the culture earlier than they previously imagined. And that had to do with red state governors, with Ron DeSantis at the helm, providing that atmosphere and providing the example to the rest of the country. It placed Andrew Cuomo in the disaster that is New York State, and I can attest to that disaster. I live in New York State, right? It took a Ron DeSantis in Florida, juxtaposed with the the dystopian, draconian nightmares that were playing out in California and New York, To wake the country up to the way things could be. And that was a huge service to this country. And I think that needs to be a strong consideration when we are considering who the candidate to represent the Republican Party and conservatives should be in 2024. And so this is not something that we take lightly or should take lightly. Peter Hyland um continues the government response to covid was an atrocity that could have been much worse the entire country is fortunate that ron desantis was governor of florida during covid it would have been even better if he were president Well, he can be president. We're also watching Ron DeSantis take the lead as everyone else forgets about COVID-19, forgets about the death and destruction from COVID-19 vaccine and injury. It is Ron DeSantis, not Reynolds, not Kemp, not any other red state governor, not Greg Abbott out of, of Texas, not Nikki Haley. It is Ron DeSantis who convened the grand jury to investigate The safety and efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines and also appointed Surgeon General Joe Latipo to go in and now begin to place pressure on the CDC and also the FDA about the safety of these vaccines and bring to light the problems of vaccine injury and death. No one else is doing this. No one else is doing this in the country. There is one senator, one Senator, Ron Johnson. There are zero zero members of the House of Representatives who have taken on this issue of vaccine injury and death. Maybe the closest would be Tom Massey, but he won't even go as far as Ron DeSantis and Surgeon General Joe Latipo. Ron DeSantis beat Vivek Ramaswamy to the punch when he came on my program three weeks ago and and directly tackled The 1980s legislation signed by President Reagan that granted indemnity, that granted pharmaceutical companies zero liability should their pharmaceutical products, vaccines specifically, harm or main, and that's any vaccine. It was Ron DeSantis who first condemned that and made a promise that as president, he would take it apart. He would get that repealed. Those are amazing statements. This is an amazing track record. And the fact that these entities, Con Inc, want to make you believe that this primary is over when we have the opportunity to put a nominee in front of the American people who actually has a track record of defeating these policies and beating the left, beating the woke, beating central banking digital currencies. Even when compared to, Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., who says all the right things. And we like what Bobby Kennedy says. We have some questions, but we like what he says. And he was out there speaking out in the dark days of 220 and 221. But he's never held elective office. He's never been an executive. We've never had an opportunity to see exactly what Bobby Kennedy, Kennedy, Jr. would do if he were president. We know what Trump would do. We know what Biden would do. We know what Bob, or we, and we know what Ron DeSantis would do. And so those are the things that I'm thinking about. And so I think we're going to go to break and come back in a moment, because my screen just went blank. So we're going to take a pause because we're having some tech difficulties today. And I'm just riffing here. I was supposed to have, and I actually did have this in my show prep. I wanted to bring this to you guys anyway. Um, But I think that... We, ha- we have John. All right. We have John Burke. I want to bring him in. And so we are going to try to bring him in, get his audio working and get him on the show. And it'll be a miracle if we can do it live right here on Rumble, but we're going to do the best we can. So Aaron, why don't we do, bear with me guys. Let's do the kill shot, <laughs> CJP Rumble. It's okay, Shannon. <laughs> I, you guys are here. Like, listen. It's been one of those days. I've been telling you guys how every single one of my appliances is going out. The refrigerator is broken. The dryer is broken. The sensors on my dumb car are broken. I have to bring them into the dealership to get those fixed. Everything is going. And today, I go to like get ready for the show and you know, prep myself. It's the reason I'm wearing my beanie today. The water's turned off, the water's turned off. I'm like, did I not pay, pay my bill or something? So I couldn't even brush my teeth this morning, but the show must go on, right? And these are the perils of broadcasting independently live from your home. So it's why I'm a little rough today. It's why I'm wearing the beanie. But yeah, sometimes when it rains, it pours, but the show must go on. And so we're gonna do kill shot. Let's do Killshot, Aaron. And then I'm going to get on the horn with you in the break. We're going to get John in and we will continue the show, hopefully unabated today. Thank you guys for thank you guys for bearing with me. Yeah, it's been one of those days. One of those days. We'll be back in a minute on the Shannon Joy Show.
3: New details tonight on the 1963 assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The alleged assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was involved in a CIA operation three months before the assassination.
2: This project was said to be a co CIA operation that was developing a top-secret vaccine and
4: or a biological weapon. What they're doing is they're trying to kill Castro. I'm just a patsy. In
3: 1963,
0: the world was a powder keg ready to explode with the CIA holding a match to fuses on every continent. From Vietnam to Cuba, clandestine operations were being waged to preserve a fascist new world order, which emerged from the ashes of the Third Reich. Assassination teams within the CIA had their eyes on two sitting heads of state, Fidel, a few years earlier, had survived an agency-led coup d'etat. The other head of state, President John F. Kennedy, had scuttled that attempted overthrow and pledged to dismantle the agency, which was already planning his demise. U.S. soil was no longer sacred nor safe from the murderous reach of the CIA, which now reached ambitiously into the heartland of America and into the bayous of New Orleans. Not me, however, but I'm a, a uh, communist. A young girl found herself caught up in a clandestine covert operation to eliminate Fidel Castro. This wouldn't be a shot heard around the world, but rather a silent shot of super cancer-causing poison derived from a monkey simian virus called SV40. A team of fascists hell-bent on defeating communism directed by the CIA, was formed in New Orleans. This den of vipers included the head of the National Cancer Society, the FBI's former head agent in mafia-controlled Chicago, and a paramilitary instructor who would bring in a double agent named Lee Harvey Oswald. This tale has everything from murder, espionage, a tragic love story, to bioweapons and the genesis of -of gain-of-function research. At the end of this, we'll have one dead doctor, multiple dead agents, and a dead president. I'm Shannon Joy. Stay tuned as I take you through the full story.
3: New details tonight on the 1963 assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The alleged assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was involved in a CIA operation three months before the assassination.
4: This project was said to be a covert CIA operation that was developing a top-secret vaccine and or a biological weapon. What they're doing is they're trying to kill Castro.
3: I'm just a Patsy.
0: In 1963, the world was a powder keg ready to explode, with the CIA holding a match to fuses on every continent. From Vietnam to Cuba, clandestine operations were being waged to preserve a fascist New World Order, which emerged from the ashes of the Third Reich. Assassination teams within the CIA had their eyes on two sitting heads of state, Fidel, a few years earlier, had survived an agency-led coup d'état. The other head of state, President John F. Kennedy, had scuttled that attempted overthrow and pledged to dismantle the agency, which was already planning his demise. U.S. soil was no longer sacred nor safe from the murderous reach of the CIA, which now reached ambitiously into the heartland of America and into the bayous of New Orleans. Not me, however, I'm a a, a communist. A young girl found herself caught up in a clandestine covert operation to eliminate Fidel Castro. This wouldn't be a shot heard around the world, but rather a silent shot of super cancer-causing poison derived from a monkey simian virus called SV40. A team of fascists hell-bent on defeating communism, directed by the CIA, was formed in New Orleans. This den of vipers included the head of the National Cancer Society, the FBI's former head agent in mafia-controlled Chicago, and a paramilitary instructor who would bring in a double agent named Lee Harvey Oswald. This tale has everything from murder, espionage, a tragic love story to bioweapons and the genesis of of gain-of-function research. At the end of this, we'll have one dead doctor, multiple dead agents, and a dead president. I'm Shannon Joy. Stay tuned as I take you through the full story. Are y'all sick of that promo yet? We are live. I am Shannon Joy. Huge technical difficulties today. Someone on Twitter mentioned that there is a conspiracy out there about appliances and Christmas time. I was on Twitter. I was talking about my issues with my appliances and with everything. As you guys know, my water is out today. I went to go and you know brush my teeth, take a shower to get ready for the show. There's no water anywhere in my house. It turns out I thought maybe I didn't pay my water bill, but we did. It turns out there was a water main leak. And so, yeah, the town just turned off the water. So we're rough today. But honestly, I I think that, um, you know, these technical difficulties are, it's it's just crazy. It always happens like all at once in avalanche rather than one or two things. And there's a conspiracy on Twitter that the appliance manufacturers purposefully, like create the appliances and the systems and the appliances to break down right around Christmas time for maximum stress. And that way people will pay like an enormous amount of money. I don't know if it's true, but I've seen it before. Um, CJP Rumble, never sick of that promo. Oh my gosh. So we're trying to get John Burke into the Joy Virtual Studio. Uh, They are troubleshooting. My producer, Aaron, said we're troubleshooting right now on our end. Just rant a little And I've always been good for a good rant. So I'll take this opportunity to talk to you guys about the hit piece that was in the New York Times. Now, this is a real milestone for the Shannon Joy Show. My good friend Toby Rogers emailed me yesterday or the day before yesterday and said, Shannon, you won't believe it, congratulations. You made the New York Times. And so I'm a little excited. You know, that is the paper of record, although the Epic Times is my paper of record. We know that the New York Times is bought and paid for by Pfizer, Inc., Big Tech, the globalists, you name it, the big banksters. And so, yeah, they're always going to be the main propaganda arm. And they basically filter out. They send out all the talking points to all of the little publications across the country. Absolutely left-leaning, progressive, the worst. And they have been for the past two decades, the the number one source of absolute vitriol and hammering what they call anti-vaxxers and the anti-vax movement. And it started with Andy Wakefield 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, when he and other doctors dared to posit the idea that potentially vaccines could contribute to autism. He was the first canceled doctor. He lost everything. He's amazing. He's been on The Shannon Joy Show. I'd like to have him on again. But ever since then, you can tell for 20 years, there has been a concerted effort to completely demonize and denigrate and mock what they call anti-vaxxers. No one really knows what an anti-vaxxer is. I don't know anyone who is anti-vax. There are lots of different types of vaccines. There are lots of different utilizations of vaccines. There are different brands, different corporations. The vaccines that are delivered today are completely different than the vaccines that you got when you were a child. They're not your mama's vaccines. They are Loaded with chemicals. They are completely different products. And so anyone who would say you are anti-vaccine is just frankly an idiot. But they do that in order to lump in, castigate, demonize, and render impotent a movement of people who are telling the truth. And the New York Times has been the worst. They have been the worst of this from the very beginning. And I saw this full on well before COVID-19. And this was when we were talking about- and um, sounds like we got something going on in the in the green room, the Joy Virtual Studio. But yeah, New York Times featured really interesting. The headline that they have, and this was the story that that they ran just a couple days ago. The headline was: Hold on, the an anti vaccine story takes off. And this was, the, this was the first line, almost as soon as COVID vaccines were approved in Washington, concerns about myocarditis, which were very real, by the way, started fueling claims from anti-vaccine activists, right? Fears that the vaccine would kill scores of Americans trended repeatedly on social media under the ominous hashtag of, quote unquote, died suddenly. They're actually writing this today. As the body count mounts, as we have all of this data, it seems like there's a new round of people dropping dead and dying suddenly. Myocarditis, pericarditis, cancers, you name it right? And so they decided to profile George Watts Sr., whose tragic story of his son, George Watts Watts, Jr., who died from vaccine-induced myocarditis. And that was corroborated by the autopsy and the coroner, and it was also on his death certificate. And so I had him on the Shannon Joy show in 2021, and it was a harrowing interview. Um, He is the most beautiful soul. I've been texting back and forth forth with him recently because of this hit piece in the New York Times. But they basically take his story and try to denigrate it and try to cast it as a group of politically-minded activists like myself who just used him and his son's death to create a false narrative about COVID-19 vaccine safety. It's a really gross piece, and we're going to go into it, but they did quote me. Here's the, the story. This is what they said. Noticing that George Jr.'s story could yield some political influence, a collection of anti-vaccine influencers sought out the Watts, Watts family, introducing them to large platforms and even larger Shannon Joy, a radio and podcast host in Rochester, brought George Sr. onto her show for an hour long interview in which they both shared concerns about vaccines. This is from the New York Times. And here's the quote they featured. It's so hard for people to stand up and tell their stories of people who were maimed and tragically killed by COVID-19 vaccines, Ms. Joy said during the show. But we need to see the people. We need to hear their stories. And I think in this, even though they were trying to castigate us and denigrate us, I think that the New York Times has made a big mistake. I think that this might be the Streisand effect, where essentially in trying to shut down opposition and concerns about vaccine injury and death, they're highlighting the fact that indeed COVID-19 vaccines did kill people. And that's going to be a shocker for the majority of the New York Times audience, Right because they're not used to seeing this. Vaccines are safe and effective. Vaccines are safe and effective. They've been listening to that mantra over and over. So this was an interesting development and it just goes to show that they are scared out of their pants right now. They know that this movement, the awakening is happening. People aren't taking the vaccines. People are questioning the vaccines and they cannot keep this in a box. This is a desperate attempt in my opinion. One last gasp by the New York Times to castigate people who have concerns about this as anti-vaxxers, and I don't think it's going to work. All right, we have John in the Joy Virtual Studio. Let's go to break. Oh no, let's let's bring him back in. Let's not go to break at all. I don't wanna mess this up, John Burke. Crazy technical difficulties. How you doing? Uh, you got me? Yes.
4: Oh, yes. thank God, thank God. Okay.
0: <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Oh thank my you. gosh. <laughs>
4: You're good. I go to uh, anybody that's anybody that's watch my show. Same thing. I get it all the time. It's, yeah,
0: it's the beauty of live, you know. And I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Thank it's you the beauty for the of Broadcasting. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, it's been a busy week for you. I don't know if you heard my intro. I loved my intro for you, and now I feel like it's you know it's like three segments behind. But you're pretty awesome. <laughs> let me re let me reintroduce you. <clears throat> oh, stop! To the no, dude, go on. <laughs> yeah of course of course you are a rising star on rumble i love your show your analysis is very very good and you're also the the, obviously the host of american savage that is your rumble show you enlisted in the army when you were 17 years old. You served your country. Two tours in Iraq, a tour in Afghanistan. You're a renaissance man, so to speak. You're a tango dancer. We've seen the videos on Twitter. And you know, right. also an entrepreneur. You are the owner of Shell Shock CBD, which is coming on as a sponsor of the Shannon Joy Show in January, yep. February of 2024. I'm so excited. You came to my aid when Dan Bongino was a big fat bully on Twitter. You were one of those voices that spoke out. You defended me you defended this show and the platform and our concerns about the Trumpiness happening on Rumble. You've had amazing guests on your program. Chris Posobiec, CEO of Rumble, Dave Rubin, Alex Stein and more. And you are one of the leading voices saying, hey, let's pause on this whole Trump thing. We don't need to go all in right now and declare him the inevitable candidate before a, a vote is even cast. And you've been reporting on this from your platform and helping other voices like my own get platformed on Rumble. Huge thank you to you. Yesterday, mm-hmm. my interview with Dr. P- Peter McCullough was platformed on Rumble, very top of the nice. page. And it made a huge nice. difference. I know that that's what you've been advocating. You've been talking to these executives at Rumble. And I really thank you for that. So thank you for everything mm-hmm. that you are doing. Welcome to the show.
4: Yeah, and not at all. No, thank you for having me. And absolutely. Um, the the altercation with Bongino was just one of those things that it was kind of like, I understand where he's coming from. When somebody is questioning the integrity of the company that you are a major investor in, I I get how somebody can be very adamant about defending it. But I, when I spoke to Chris, I told him, it's like, you know, perception is reality. I understand that MAGA um, has been a, a prominent group that pushed for rumble. And that's why you see so much of MAGA representation on rumble. But Chris understood and the rest of them, It's like, you know, you're going to have to have diversity. They recognize this. It's like, so the goal has been to get more DeSantis. And, and I didn't even, I didn't even stop there. I said, we need to get leftists over here. You need to get Democrats over here because that's, mm-hmm. that's where the fight's at. You know, we can have yeah. these echo chambers, but ultimately, that'll turn into a true social. Nobody uses that because it's you're screaming out into the ether, and there's nothing screaming back. So, what's the fun? But you know, I'm I'm glad to see they did that for your show. You definitely deserve it, um, Chris. Thanks. You know, he asked me any other streamers that I should be looking at. I was like Shannon Joy, Austin Peterson, who I've debated, who's an yeah. awesome libertarian. It's like let's bring let's bring people over here of differing viewpoints, and that's why I tell my audience, like you know, if you want to see more accurate representation of of opposing political voices on Rumble, then you need to go to Rumble. So, But yeah, the Bongino incident was uncalled for, but that's why I told Chris, I like, perception's reality, man. We all think this, so yeah. it makes
0: sense. Well, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a big girl. This is not my first rodeo, and I have a big mouth. I say what I think, and so I can take it, but I did appreciate <laughs> you, and I appreciated the support, and it definitely did put us on the radar of these um, high-level execs, and it solidified to me that very often I think that they're just not aware of kind of what's going on underneath. And I now do, you know, Rumble was absolutely critical Critical in getting out the truth on COVID nineteen yeah. vaccines, COVID nineteen vaccine injury and death. The truth about masking. It was a, a, a place where people who were criticizing lockdown could come in and and not be censored. YouTube was shutting us down. Facebook was shutting yeah. us down. Twitter was shutting us down. I was among. I'm not sure if you were among the group that was completely deplatformed, permanently suspended from Twitter, but yep. I was off yep. for about twelve months. It was very lonely. I mean, it. Was, was absolutely draconian what they did, and Rumble was a very, very critical piece of that. So I'm thrilled, yeah. thrilled to see that they're hearing what their their users and their consumers are saying. And, and you're a big part of that. I want to talk about your show, John, and your evolution into uh, a very important voice and a really great analyst. I really enjoy your perspectives. You bring interesting people in. You're very reasonable, and um. But very knowledgeable about what is going on. And I don't know if that comes from, I mean, you know, enlisting in the Army at 17 years old, doing these tours, you've started businesses, you're an entrepreneur. You were, I mean, like just an amazing, amazing life that you have had. You were, in fact, you were on American Hero with John, right? And with John Cena. I mean, it's just-
4: American, <laughs> grit. <laughs> yeah, American, American grit. Yeah. American grit. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, I got it wrong. No, no. Yeah. So tell everyone yeah, about your yeah. story. Like, where did you come from? And I just love it. And I'm just interested yeah. in, in your evolution to, you, to where you got to today, because it's just really interesting to me.
4: So I want to say like back in 2015, 2016, I had just come off of being a drill sergeant. And I did a, I did a few motivational videos that went super viral, developed like this massive following on Facebook instagram and then youtube and um it was focused mainly mainly on uh fitness mental health things like that and then uh, a buddy of mine actually in hollywood he said there's this role that you should be perfect for he, he's one of those guys that links up veterans with uh movies and stuff for like advisory okay. roles and things like that and i, I was not interested was kind of, i'm not doing reality tv it's like i'm still trying to launch my own business my own company i got time for this they said just just go and do the skype calls like all right so I get on with these people from, um, I think it was uh, it was a production company hired by Fox. And so they okay. did an interview, it was like, you know, what's your, what's your background? I was like, oh, I just got off being a drill sergeant. I've got this following. And they loved it. And so I didn't even really have to audition. They just said, you're the drill sergeant. We'll take it. And then they flew me to, or I, I drove out to Savannah, Georgia, which I just left because I was stationed there. And then I got out of the army. Um, I went back like three months later to go film this thing. And we filmed it on um, Tybee Island, right off the coast of Georgia there little area and it was uh, a lot of fun a lot of fun Uh, seen as one of those guys it's kind of like um he's he's what are they called? the rubik's cube he's a rubik's cube this guy plays piano speaks mandarin he's very very intelligent this guy's branding is phenomenal um so i got to i was his uh roommate for about two months and got to know him very well really really yeah really good dude really good dude it's wild um yeah yeah he speaks mandarin
0: he speaks mandarin what Mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing.
4: Yeah, it was crazy. It's great. But did that, and then that wrapped up, and then I came back, and, you know, I've launched a ser- series of uh, failed businesses. And then my partner, Josh, uh, he helped me do a lot of the YouTube videos, and this is back prior to COVID. And we did these skits on John. It was Bob Ross, but a John Ross version, and wearing the two through <laughs> the wig, and um <laughs> This is before I knew that Crowder did this, but everybody rips off Bob Ross. Everybody's kind of like Crowder yeah, did sure, it better. Sure. It's like, nah, he didn't. No, he didn't. It's like ours is better, way, way better. Okay. So that blew up on YouTube. Like we were going viral on YouTube all the time. It got like three three hundred fifty thousand followers on YouTube. Had almost a million on Facebook. And COVID hit, and then we relaunched the podcast, the All American Savage Show. We've made it better because it was just myself and my partner Josh doing this from the get go. Like no production quality. And it's still very simplified, and I do like simplified because I feel like the more yeah. you hype something, the more that you, you bake it into this new product, it loses the originality of what people watched it from for, to begin with. So that's right. what I love about the show. So when you're going through all these technical difficulties, like, yeah, story of my life, I'm there every day. It's like, I'm there every day. This is, this yeah. is not like Fox. It's, like, it's literally just like, okay, we're going to push this button, and hopefully things don't blow up. So we'll see. Right. But uh, we but launched you know Shell show John- back in 2019.
0: Yeah, Go just ahead. real Sorry. quick. I want to talk about shell shock in a minute, but just to, uh, I, I think you know, and I've talked to a, a lot of people about this. I think right now, Americans and society in general is hu- very hungry for authentic and genuine. That the the massively produced, super flashy, all of the graphics, all of the stuff, all yeah. of the things, is is not really. I think people want truth. At yeah. least more people truth than did before. Yeah. And I think they appreciate the, you know, the genuine nature of the people coming to them every day and an authentic. They don't people don't want to yeah. imagine that the people telling them things or coming into their living rooms every day or over the radio are bought and paid for or are not sincere yeah. or saying things for ulterior reasons or you know what yeah. I mean? Like they want the authenticity there. And I think you bring that that's just a side note, right? So you started that's, that's shelter- easily done
4: by I mean, yourself, yourself included on that one. It's like if the thing that we miss most of is the ability to come to the center of the aisle and have adult discussions. And I feel like a lot of people, let's just talk because I'm going for DeSantis, but I do understand I have a lot of friends that are still voting for Donald Trump, I get the appeal. I understand that. Um, but the the issue that I take with people it's it's not that it's not like we're the most intelligent podcasters or commentators out here. But I think with people like yourself and and and, uh, and myself is that it comes with a certain brand of authenticity. It's like, look, we're not paid. I, I support the Santis because I, I do believe that his positions, all of which I do not agree with, all of them, but he sure. matches. He, he checks most of the boxes when I when I'm looking for in a leader. Whereas in Trump does not. Where, I, where I've lost interest in having conversations is with petulant children that intentionally lie. I, I can't yeah. stand that. I, I cannot stand that. I, I don't associate that. Because you have to, like for us to come together, let's just talk about winning over moderate Democrats, if you will. For us to come together, there's got to be a certain foundational layer of truth that we can both agree upon and then work from there on building about how we can come together and agree on things. But when some people... Um, deny those basic foundational facts, you've got, you've got nothing to talk about. I've seen it the right. left. I've seen it on the right. And so I feel like when you do some of these podcasts, as long as your audience knows your position of like, look, I will admit to my bias. I will admit openly if I have a bias, but I think when you can come out there and say, look, you know, I've gotten this one wrong, here's the correct way or something like that. It shows a human nature to them. And I think that's missing in a lot of these streamers because they, they're looked at as like the subject matter experts. When it comes to the legality side of the conversations on the show, I tell people, I'm not a lawyer. I'll give you my opinion. It's like, but this is not legal advice. This is just what I think. Um, and I could definitely be wrong on that. So I think when you come with that, like I said, that genuine level of approach, people see that. They respect that. And they want to know that, hey, the person I listen to, just to get an opinion from, I know sometimes they can be wrong. But they'll also admit when they're wrong. It's not one of these people right. that they'll just lie, double down, and then act like the lie never happened. So, yeah, that's why I think it's, it's, it's very nice to have friends like you that do this as well, that when you do these shows, it it's, comes from good intent. It's altruistic. It's not with a political agenda. It's like saying, I believe in the Constitution. I'm a constitutionalist. And these are my principles.
0: Right. Well, and I think it's also tricky, too, because people are you get this sense when you look at someone and the last couple of days, it's really been a a lot of scrutiny on Alex Jones and Tucker Carlson, because you have these people who have been so blatantly out there in terms of criticizing Trump, criticizing COVID nineteen, talking about the vaccines, be you know, doing complete one eighties with no real explanation to their audiences. And so that makes people confused. Oh you know why. Like what you,
4: know why. What? <laughs> you, know you know why. Come on. You know why. Come on. But so
0: I, well, exactly. And that, but that was exactly what got me in hot water with Bongino, right? Because what we're saying is that there is clearly something happening here. We might not be privy to it. And that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean there isn't a, that doesn't mean you can't make money or have a business doing this. I like to be very, very obvious with my audience. They know who my advertisers are. So when you come on and we talk about, you know, shell shock CBD or QP goat soap or the wellness company. It's very clear to my audience that these are advertisers. This is how I generate Mm -hmm. revenue on the program. And I also get it from audience donations as well. So I let them know kind of what my business model is so they know what my angles are. And that's one of the, Mm -hmm. and I'd be okay with that. If, If Carlson was like, listen, Truth Social, bought a huge advertising mm-hmm. campaign for me. And I like I like Trump anyway, and I'm doing a, a 180 and I know I am. But this is where I'm going to go. Then at least like there's there's honesty there and you can say, all right, I'm just going to take yeah. him with a grain of salt when he gets onto politics. Yeah, I'm going to take him with a grain of salt. But on the other things, I can hear him because I know that he's not influenced there. And it's that
2: yeah.
0: it's that area where if you don't know and listen, you know, being in broadcast marketing, I was in radio and television for 15 years before i started my own company and in when i was in in television it was you know a separation of church and state or at least they tried to they tried to kind of give the illusion of that but i was on the sales floor and the sales floor never talked to the production floor we never talked to the editors we never talked to the reporters like there was never any discussion because they didn't want it to be muddled right but now it's muddled that makes people it makes it more difficult your thoughts
4: I think, (laughs) well, I mean, let's, let's go back to the Colin Kaepernick days of the kneeling for the protest or kneeling in protest. You know, it it was much more in depth than just that. When you have companies like Nike that still has sweatshops, operational places like China and stuff like that, don't think for a second, a lot of this is not money driven. Like take, for example, studies are done that the black community in America are 73% more likely to buy clothing items when endorsed by a black athlete than white people. Colin Kaepernick takes the knee, Nike picks him up, and then they release like a series of shoes, shirts, whatever, and nice. they make bank off of black people. It's pandering to a certain demographic, and all sides do this. It's, it's not inherent to just one political movement or organization, I mean, it's, it's capitalism at root. So that's why, that's why I look at people like Kid Rock, Don, Don Jr., Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones. It's like, look, this isn't patriotism, this is capitalism. Call it for what it is. And it's not that I'm against yeah. either. I was like, but at least make your intentions clear to people. So Dominion Software, you know, when they sued Fox, Fox settled out of court. And one of the conditions was that uh, Tucker had to go. Well, if Tucker is your main revenue generator, if he's the main guy, he's he's getting all the ratings and you're you're cutting him, it had to be for, it's because you've got a lawsuit that basically required that. And so yeah. when I found that out, I was like, okay, well, Tucker's going, he's, he's doing some stuff with Elon, uh, good for him. But then... The first red flag for me went up when the first GOP debates happened. And Tucker instead was going to do an interview with Donald Trump at the same time slot. So yeah. I watched the debates and then I went back and I watched Tucker's interview. And that interview, he softballed those questions to Trump. That there was yeah. nothing in that interview that was new. There were there were no new points. Um he still continued to hit about the 2020 stolen election, which is a dying thing, and he's, you know, stop campaigning on that. It's not gonna do you any good. And when I saw that from Tucker, it's like, okay, well, then I guess I know where your bread is buttered now. So then you had the likes of the Junior who said, you know, we need to stop the boycott on Bud Light because they donate or anheuser Bush donates to the GOP. Kid Rock, he self-confesses that he met the anheuser Bush CEO through Trump. And he's like, look, we're costing a lot of innocent people their jobs, yada, yada. And then, you know, Dana White gets a $100 million deal for Bud Light to sponsor the UFC. And then he turns around this interview with Tucker says, you know, if you're a patriot, you should be drinking gallons of Bud Light. This, this has nothing to do with capitalism. It's like, it has everything to do with capitalism. Like It's, it's yeah. like, I love how you admit you're a lie and then pretend like it's not a lie. It's like, no, it's a lie. It's like, don't even sit there and pretend like you're patriotic. You're doing it for money. So when you have yeah. prominent figures like that, that are so easily sold out to a movement of combating this Marxist ideology that the LGBT has brought and laid at our doorstep saying this is what this is the new norm. And we're like, no, it's not. And then Bud Light endorses that. Our own come out there, and Trump even sided with the likes of Disney against DeSantis. And it's like, look, we can agree that we can be politically different. We can we can come from two different conservative camps, if you want to call it conservatism, two different camps, and at least say that we still will not side with liberals or the left over our own. I think we could at least have that common ground, but the Trump camp didn't. So it was just like, bro, you lost me. The Tucker's all was yeah. like, you lost me. It's like, I'm sorry. It's I think transing children and genital mutilation – and the sexualizing of children that the left is trying to do is far more important than this infighting. So we can still maintain mm. the infighting, but we should be united on these other issues. But we're not. And right. so if the other team doesn't want to unite, it's like, well, then I don't want anything to do with you.
0: Mm. What do you think is going to happen in this primary season? Because it's going back and forth. Um, I think. Well, what do you think? I don't care what I think. You're on. You're, I, you're as, on. As, as far I as what? what,
4: what What's going to happen Good in?
0: In Sorry, in 2024, as we move into the primary season, mm-hmm. do you think it's going to be just a, a bulldozer of Trump and MAGA? Or do you sense that people are beginning to wake up and that DeSantis has a strong enough team in Iowa and New Hampshire to maybe shift the narrative?
4: First, everybody's going from the polls, you know, it's, it's the poll gate thing. And, you know, we as, a, we as conservatives, we as the right, I'm, I'm a conservatarian, I, like I said, constitutionalist, but I do have conservative values. That's what my pronouns are. <laughs> I, I see it as um, the poll gate, look, we, we, as, we have to learn this lesson of how many times do we have to be lied to and lose before we start waking up and realizing who we're being lied to by? Trump was getting slaughtered in the polls by Hillary in 2015, 2016, and Trump came back and just bulldozed her. We saw the mm-hmm. polls for 2020. We saw the polls for 2022 midterms. We see the polls now, and the polls always lie. They always lie. Always. Trump himself has talked about suppression polls, these polls that are there to simply discourage you. Edmondson College at New Hampshire, I, I talk about this all the time on the show, they conducted a poll of New Hampshire not three or four weeks ago, and New Hampshire is a population of 1.3 million. They polled 917 people. And of that 917 people, 50% were Democrats. And you're, you're sitting there saying, like, well, look, DeSantis dropped in the poll. And Nikki Haley spiked. It's like, you polled 917 people. And of that, again, that 50% is like, do you gen- do you really feel that's an accurate representation of 1.3 million? It's like, you're kidding me mm. with this. But you see, people don't deep dive into these polls. And when you go in there, usually on average, it's less than 1,000 people that are polled. So it's like, this is not accurate representation. So right. they're they're putting these polls out there in the MAGA camp saying, you know, my polls, my polls, my polls, because that's all they've got. Trump will not debate DeSantis. He'd be foolish to do it. Like his PR team knows this. Do not step foot on the stage with DeSantis because you will not beat him because all he has to do is bring up COVID and you're done. Your goose is yeah. cooked when it comes to COVID. Um, mm-hmm. Not that long ago, Trump was still endorsing the vaccine. He was still endorsing Operation Warp Speed. His own crowd was booing him for it. Trump realized mm-hmm. like this was a massive mistake. And it's not that you know Trump enforced the mandates or enforced the vaccines, but he certainly supported it. And so all the hundreds of thousands of small businesses that were closed as a result of that, I put that on Trump and Fauci. I put that on that administration from a conservative yeah. standpoint. I don't care if it's left, center, right. You do not close the country down. That's not your role. It's not your job. We were lied to. The science was clearly distorted. But as far as 2024 goes, all I can say is watch Iowa. I think DeSantis—he's mm-hmm. got Kim Reynolds' endorsement, Bob Vanderplat, he has got his endorsement. Um, the caucus votes—I think first week of January—and then we see. It, it does sound yep. good, and if if DeSantis takes Iowa, it's it's a ball game. It's like this is like I said this so many times. Like this is that moment in Rocky where Ivan Drago gets cut. It's like yeah. Goliath is like he's he's beatable. So we'll see because yeah. they go from Iowa to New Hampshire, and we'll just watch and see how it goes
0: yeah i absolutely think that there was a major campaign i sensed it gearing up about four weeks ago and it was the you know the new con inc kind of uh, Mm anti-lockdown the the cat turds on rumble and all of the surrogates for trump with these benny johnson they have these new followings on twitter laura loomer and you begin to see them ramping up ramping up and then it was like mm-hmm. the tucker carlson the alex jones the you know what i mean and then you had the bonginos and the levins and it was like this whole thing and it was just to push everyone into this mindset this mind space of trump's inevitable and we might as well not even vote i think well, we they all know they're, they're learning
4: from 2015 trump they're learning yeah. from 2015 trump because you know a lot of these these guys are just The media pundits, the high up there media pundits, they are no different than politicians. They're sitting back and they're watching for which way the political wind's going to blow. And they're hoping they're going to pick the right horse to bet on. That's what they're doing here. Tucker Carlson was openly critical of Trump many times. And now he comes out and interviews. I just, I can't get enough of Trump. It's like, Micah. So clearly Tucker thinks that Trump is going to be winning the the nomination and probably the presidency. So that's why they're trying to get in bed with him now. Like, don't go, because what happened in, in 2020 when Trump lost how many Republicans turned their back on him instantaneously that were once friends with him? So oh, yeah. I, I get the aspect of why they're doing this, but it's like, look, you can still stand on principles. That's why I have a lot of respect for Dave Rubin, uh, prominent voices mm-hmm. in the conservative uh, pundit community that are still holding true to their values, saying, look, I'm not taking a dollar from anybody, but I think DeSantis yep. is a better choice at this point. And that's where I stand. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot Absolutely. of people. They're just, they're grifters. Like, and you saw that article that just came out, talked about a lot of these guys that are on these meme things. They're paid. They're paid by the Trump administration. So you have to you have to buy your support person supporting you for free because they believe in your cause. Like that's that's very telling.
0: I haven't seen a John Burke, but I've suspected it. So you're gonna have to share it with me so that I can take a look at that. We're talking Pedro to-
4: Pedro on Twitter Pedro. shared it.
0: Oh, I love Pedro. Oh, he's the best. Yeah. He always comes up with the best. He's yeah. like a great investigative journalist, Pedro Gonzalez. Is, yeah. All right. We're talking yeah. to John Burke. We're going a little bit long today on the program because we had so many tech difficulties, but I want to finish this interview and this conversation with John. Uh, really appreciate your perspective. I think you're just threading the needle perfectly in your analysis, and I really appreciate it. I love meeting people like this. Um, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about shock, CBD. Your company. You are an entrepreneur, sure. but also I want to ask you about um, some of the people in the live chat are interested in your in your service to this country and the army and how that has influenced you in terms of your mm. positions and the way that you view politics and culture and specifically our foreign policy as we um, you know have both political parties really looking to get us involved in quagmires across the globe. Uh, we want to look at that with John <laughs> Burke. <laughs> I, you got a hint at where <laughs> sure. I'm going on this. All right, am I going <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. open up a can? Of you know what? Or you're going to open up a can in the next segment. <laughs> no, All right, no, stay no, t- no.
4: It's, You're 100% right? on, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll be back in yeah. a moment on the Shannon Joy Show to continue this conversation with John Burke. He is the American Savage on Rumble. Make sure that you follow his show and watch him daily. He's awesome. We'll be back in a moment to finish out the Shannon Joy Show.
2: Hi, my name is Quinn Pittman. I grew up here in these Florida woods. I like to hunt and fish on our land in Osteen, Florida. When I was seven, I asked my parents if I could have a couple of milk goats so I can make cheese. I am 14 now and I have a small goat herd. My dad built this barn to keep my goats safe from the bobcats and coyotes that sometimes roam our land. I milk them every day before school. I love spending time with my goats. I make ice cream and milk for some of my friends that are allergic to cow's milk because every kid should be able to eat ice cream. I also make goat milk soap. It is better for your skin, it won't dry out, and it lasts a long time. I make it on my back porch with my mom. If you would like to try my soap, you can order it at qpgoatsoap.com. Place an order and we will make sure that you have fragrant, freshly cured goat milk soap in your home, just like we have in ours.
0: We are back. If you follow John Burke on Twitter, his handle is at John Burke 39. You can see him tango dancing with his beautiful girlfriend. Oh my gosh, John, when I say that you're a Renaissance man, you really, I just, I, you know, all of the things that you're involved in, you know, an army vet, a tango dancer, podcaster, entrepreneur. Do you speak five languages too? Like what else? What else do you have up your sleeve? What other tricks do you have? Because I'm just really impressed by you. And your, uh, and your girlfriend's beautiful, just, by the way.
4: Just be so and No, I don't oh speak languages now. No, no. no <laughs> I, I went through a divorce, and it was one of those things of like I've always wanted to pursue a lot Because I feel like a lot of relationships, we tend to give so much of ourselves in those relationships that we lose sight of our independence and individuality and things that we love to do. So my last divorce, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start pursuing the things that I want to do and start establishing very strict personal boundaries. And I've been doing Argentinian tango for almost coming up on four years now. And I'd always wanted to dance. I wanted to pick up. I don't know. I've always loved the old Gene Kelly's, the Fred Astaire's, just the beautiful, the beautiful uh, fluidity of a lot of these people by very masculine men, no doubt. And so then I looked into Argentinian tango, and I thought it was a very beautiful dance. I didn't know that it was the hardest dance to learn. So I've been doing that for four years. And the group that I train with, um, the teacher, she's Persian. Her and her husband do a lot of stuff around the world. So as we've gotten better, she has been dancing for a year. We started dating, and she wanted to start doing it, doing it with me. Um, and she's come a very long way in a very short period of time. But. We've, we've danced from, we went to a festival in Buenos Aires, and then we took some tango lessons from some masters out there. We've danced in places like Dubai, uh, Paris. We've traveled the world. Oh in fact, God. we're spending Christmas in Spain. We're gonna go to Barcelona and some other places there. And then in March, we're going to a tango festival in uh, Istanbul, Turkey. And I didn't know it was a very, very prominent tango community out there. So it's one of those, those passions of mine that takes you around the world. And mm-hmm. I think New Year's we spent dancing in an old cathedral in Scotland, in Edinburgh. There so it was like I love it. So I get a lot of whole, trolls and haters. It's just like oh, it's such a beta move. It's like bro, have you seen my girlfriend? Have you seen what she looks I, like? I, it's like I I I dance around the world with this woman. It's like you think I'm insulted by these little petulant basement dwellers. It's like I you mean nothing to me. It's like you're insults. They really me. It's do. Should I cry? Like should they I, go, after, cry, like, should I go cry day. in my yeah, yeah? It's like yeah. No,
0: your girlfriend is so beautiful, Shayla. And I love watching your dances. And I just think it's it's hilarious when they try to come come at you guys. No, I I really enjoy it. And I think it's good. It's very important to be well-rounded. We don't want to be trolls on microphones obsessing over politics all day long, yeah. every day, You'll go crazy. You'll like lose your mind. And so I think that's really great. I think that you're a, a, a well-rounded right. person and it's and it's obvious. Um, I want to ask you about- I, I kind of
4: turned into the, the female whisperer. Like I, I would sit there because I had a bad string of dating for a little while there. And it was just like, it was hard to find like the right woman, but it wasn't hard to kind of look around at your competition to your left and your right. And it's like, man, you guys, you don't have a lot going <laughs> for you because no, they really don't. Because- when a guy like me comes along that's like actually very ambitious, super ambitious, that's one of the yeah. most attractive qualities to a woman I would feel like, as well to a man. Imagine sitting across from somebody that says, I'm very ambitious. I'm driven. I'm goal-oriented. I do not like being lazy. I do not like sitting around mm-hmm. doing nothing. It's like we're very active. Yeah. We do a lot of stuff together. She's a huge yeah. gym rat just like me. We're in the gym every day and then rehearsing or practicing for 30 minutes. So it's like it, it, we match energy and I absolutely like that. So for a lot of dudes out there, it's like if you really want to impress a woman, make her feel like she's living in a Disney video without all the child rapey stuff. <laughs> horrible, horrible right, right, reference. Right, right. Uh, let, yeah. A Hallmark D- movie. Disney, we'll go Hallmark Disney, movies. <laughs> Disney
0: circa 1950 or 60, not Disney circa like there you go. Like, there, go. <laughs> there
4: you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, no, I, I love that.
0: I love that. One of the um folks in the live chat wanted to ask you about your and I do want to get to your kind of evolution because there's there's I feel like mm. so many of us are pre COVID and post COVID like 2020 there was mm-hmm. like a rip in the veil, and and for yeah. a portion of us in the U S nothing was ever the same. The uh, people who realized what yeah. was going on and they stood up. Um, I I will parlay that into my question about about your military service, uh, two tours mm-hmm. in Iraq. And also in, in Afghanistan, you enlisted when you were 17 years old. Um, how has that informed you and shaped you and your understanding of geopolitics today and your understanding of the, the political landscape today? And did it help you in 2020 identify, it, you know, right at that moment that something was very wrong and that we were potentially at war?
4: Well, yeah, service clearly has definitely shaped my own perspective when it comes to foreign policy. As far as the COVID thing, uh, no, I I don't think military service had anything to do with as far as like being able to identify anything as far as um, what the government was doing behind the scenes. I mean, that that for me, um, when we talk about things like Ukraine and Israel, that's different. Naturally, it's military related. You you know, I could weigh in on something like that. And it's just that's that's my own opinion on that. I was a ground pounder. I'm not I wasn't some high up general. But one thing I can tell you, though, it's not the high up generals that are going to be the truth. It's going to be the ground pounder guys that were on the front lines pulling triggers. That's why when they interview these high up echelon brass types, like you're not getting the truth from them. You will never get the truth <laughs> from them. But the COVID thing, that was all political for me as like someone that, again, I'm, I'm more of a libertarian. It's like, no, it's like we should not be shutting down. It's like, well, what about all the deaths? It's like that comes with freedom. It's like everybody's wanting this outcome, the perfect outcome of I can have my cake and I can eat it too. It's like, okay, well, you've got two choices here. You can lock down the country, you can destroy the economy, put people into a poverty state for many years, if not one to two generations, or you keep the country open, you fight the science of what you can, you take the casualties, but your economy, after it's all over, still runs nice and smooth. We wouldn't have nearly the problems we have now. So we instead chose the former, and we look at the outcome now, and we're going to see this from a long time. We look at our youth right now. I, I read an article yesterday talking about the studies done on children that were kept out of school for upwards of two years, how it's massively stunted them. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah we're, we're going to see the secondary and tertiary effects of this for a very long time. So, But yeah, as far as my military service, that definitely has shaped my viewpoint on um, being so willing uh, from people like that want to jump into Ukraine, that want to jump into a war with essentially defending Taiwan. Uh, It's like, it's very easy to say, we, 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 it's going to be your sons and daughters that go. That's why I think these Americans on both sides need to get their heads out of their butts and wake up and understand that when the Nikki Haley's, when the Joe Biden's, when any of these people that position themselves saying that America has an interest in this, America has a, a responsibility on the world stage, well, there's some modicums of truth to that but not to the point of like when you have lloyd austin sitting there saying if we don't fund ukraine we're sending your sons and daughters like no you're not it's like people will not go if you try and do a draft again in this day and age it's not going to happen people will not go and i have trouble with that
3: i think they'd have trouble with that
0: well the reason i ask is because of the the psychological operation and and also the turning over to the pentagon in the dark Mm -hmm. days of 2020. you know the military with the With the gain of function research and the bio labs in yeah. Wuhan and the bio labs in ukraine, like to me and i don't want to get i'd like to have you on again to get into some of that kind of stuff because i would yeah. I appreciate your expertise on those things, and sometimes it's hard to military people are so in that very narrow silo of military mm-hmm. that it's hard to get them to see the cultural things around, potentially the yeah. psyops and the psychological operations. And I'm interested in that kind of stuff. Oh, but yeah. we're, we're running out of time. Um, I would like to talk to you. I'm really thankful um, you are an entrepreneur. Shellshock CD, CBD is a company that uh, you you started. Now, when did you start this company? We're gonna You're coming on as an advertiser in the Shannon Joy Show. We're so thankful for you. And yeah. I do use CBC or CBD for medicinal and sleep purposes, but I'll be talking about that. Um, in the new year. But what compelled you to start the company, and how can people find out about you? And and how did you get into that area of uh, business? You know, particularly you know in 2020 when it's like a different you know and, and beyond when it's really difficult to start this stuff.
4: Yeah, we started. We launched Shell Shock back in 2019. Right, like. Three months before COVID hit, and I still had a massive following at the time, and they took it all. I, I was banned on everything for COVID mm. misinformation, which was just having conversations. wasn't sitting there saying COVID's not real. It's like clearly, excuse me, clearly COVID's real. It was like, but I don't think it's as deadly as they want us to believe it is. Um, mm. You know, because I, I hope, I hope people in the future remember that many of us were told from the get go, it's like two weeks to flatten the curve. We're like, okay, and it's like. But any of us that know how the government is, when they said two weeks, like, it ain't going to be two weeks, bro. It's was like, once they take that right, once they, it ain't going to be two weeks. So we saw as we went how more and more people slowly started to basically pull their heads out of the sand and say, wait a minute, something's going on here. And as the years progressed, it's like, by the time we hit 2022, I think people, by and large, like, this is who we were lied to. The science was wrong. Right. So we launched, we launched Shell Shock in 2019, right before all the lockdowns happened. And we didn't, I didn't shut down. We kept, we kept working. They gotcha. shut everything down in Texas, but we were, we were operating out of a big warehouse space uh, that my partner's dad owns. So we'd still drive in every day. We'd still drop it off the post office. Gotcha. We didn't stop. I was like, we're not, we're not locking down. But it was only just me and Josh. So it's kind of like, you know, but uh, shell shock took off. Uh, I did not believe in CBD at first. I had tried some CBD gummies years upon years ago, and I bought them at some little kiosk in a mall. That's your first mistake. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting here. So it was, it's like going to a Walmart to buy supplements. It's like, you don't want right. to get them from well, go to an actual yeah. supplement store and get the good stuff. So we, uh, you know, I tried one manufacturer stuff because my partner, Josh, it was his idea is like start a CBD brand. It was like, what's going to make us any different. It's like pricing, um, how we label it, you know, all these things that come into play. And then also the biggest thing is the quality of the product. So mm-hmm. we 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 had a specific formula manu- manufactured for us, which is the Rackout gummies. It's the CBD gummy with melatonin in it. So it's fifteen milligrams of CBD and five milligrams of melatonin. And our my manufacturer was kind of like you know he told me he's like this is too much. He's like you don't understand veterans. It's like we don't sleep, dude. It's like we do not sleep. It's yeah. like I need yeah. something that's going to knock them out. And so we formulated yeah. it and we tested it. And the day I tested it, I was packing orders, so I popped a gummy when we got the samples in. And about thirty minutes into it, I'm just sitting there nodding off. It's like, oh my god, we got we got gold. It's like this is gold. Like this works. Perfect. It works. So it works. It works. Yeah. And yeah. our I rackouts, use that. they, yeah, yeah. The rackouts. And are so phenomenal. that's kind of your, like it's, yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's been right. your signature product, and I mean, there's a whole product line, and you guys are going to learn, you know, all about that again. I was telling Patriot Barbie in the first interview today because she um, she's she a sweetheart. I like on. her. She's, the, she's yeah. the best. And so I was really excited to have entrepreneurs on the show. And and I was telling the audience that one of the benefits of being independent, completely independent, is that I get to choose who I work with. I, I get to choose yeah. the companies <laughs> and meet the people. And I'm really, really thrilled. I, I mentioned I, I use the the rack out for sleep and not every night but some you know this is a very stressful business that we're, in, that we're in and my mind tends to go and go what I do is I think and I go down rabbit holes yeah. and I'm thinking and thinking about all of these different angles trying to figure out the puzzles like is no Alex no Jones that's not politics really, that's because
4: that's because you're a woman
0: <laughs> I don't know yeah or <laughs> that's you're, Sheila and does the same
4: like, thing she's like yes. we'll start on something and she's like thought and then it just goes like how did you get there and then she's like how did you get there follow the rabbit down the hole it's like whoa it was like yes you're yeah. overthinking this yeah. way too much but that's have i that's always why do that
0: no and i will yeah. literally say shannon yeah. like you like i will have to count sheep in order to turn my brain no. off it's the worst so it's not it's not all the time but sometimes and right. i really love the product it absolutely works a hundred percent it works you will fall asleep 100 so money, money uh, back guarantee just, if it
4: doesn't every yeah, single one yeah. of our products comes with 100 percent money back guarantee
0: Yeah, And you guys are going to be learning all about them. Uh, CBD CBD from Shellshock, the CEO, founder, John Burke, also a patriot, didn't shut his business down, speaking the truth on his podcast every day, being a much needed voice of reason in this crazy, chaotic political world, especially within the right on the libertarian and conservative side. And I'm really great to introduce you to my audience, John, and uh, to begin to work with you on promoting your products. I'm super excited. And uh Absolutely. we have a minute left or so. Yeah, what would where can people find you? How they how can they support you? And uh how can they find all of the product lines over at Shell Shock?
4: Uh Shellshock You can find it there. And then I'm over on Twitter at just John Burke39, then John Burke Insta on Instagram, I think. Um yeah, that's thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And like I said, all of our products, money back guarantee. If it doesn't if it doesn't do it, I'm reading some of the comments. Uh, somebody said they tried one, left a bad taste in their mouth for hours. It's like, not ours. Try it. We have our strongest yep. one. or Our best one is cherry vanilla. Oh, it tastes a bit. We have Irish cream. I put it in my coffee. Uh, the, yeah, we, when we first got it, it you know some, some companies sell it unflavored. It's like, it tastes disgusting. It's like, absolutely not. Yeah. You have to flavor this. So we, we mm-hmm. got a good balance, though. So you're, you got a great flavor in there. It does not taste or smell all weedy. Can't even pull it. And yeah. then if you want to get baked... We've got the Delta 8, Delta oh. 9. I know a lot of people are kind of like, I don't want to do this. Like, we have Halo gummies. The Halo gummies will get you high. They have THC. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. they're completely yeah. Legal.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't need another vice, John Burke, but I will use them, the <laughs> the non-THC. Believe me. Yeah, I don't need to add things this in. Is, this,
4: this, day, this is the know? libertarian in me, though. But like Conservatives would be like, I oh, you got to smoke know, the devil's I lettuce as they sit there and they drink beer. It's like, really? Like, come on. It's like And they're gummies. They're tiny little gummies. You take a little bite and you I, feel phenomenal. I mean, you don't have to smoke it. Yeah. And it's great for veterans. Hey, honestly. the I audience so does not seem to mind. Listen, yeah.
0: I am about freedom, even if it's not my cup of tea. I am about yeah, freedom, yeah. and you know, yeah. plant-based. Listen, there are so many. I can't even believe that people get you know their knickers all twisted over this kind of stuff when they are injecting pharmaceutical yeah. products dna what are they eating what are they eating yeah yeah aluminums i mean the poisons that we are ingesting and injecting every single day metals chemicals contaminants, the, the fact that an all natural product, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with it. So I think that we're going to have, it's, fun it's with just this. crazy
4: to me. It's like, I can have a few sips of whiskey and catch that nice little buzz feeling. But if I get that same type of effect from a gummy, suddenly that's wrong. It's like, I don't see the consistency and logic here. So, but a lot of veterans yeah. use our stuff because it has gotten them. I, I yeah. swear to God, Shannon, my hand to God, a lot of them have said the Delta eight or the CBD fallout gummies have gotten me off medication. Like I was on like 10 no. meds. I'm just taking this now and I feel so much better. There's no negative side effects. So that's why it's, it's resonated very, very well in law enforcement and veteran communities. So we have THC free products and THC products.
0: Yeah. And I've been using them. I have the, there's a pain relief cream. There is, and these are all THC free, meaning it's not going to get you high. Um, These are, you know, the sleep aids with the melatonin and they're fantastic. So thank you. Thank you guys. Give a big, huge, huge Shannon Joy welcome to John Burke, his company, Shell Shock CBD. He is a veteran. He is a patriot. He's a truth teller. And that's who we like to align with here on the Shannon Joy show. So I'm really excited about our, our partnership, John. And I hope You will come back and be a regular guest for news and analysis and commentary on the Shannon Joy Show because I have a repertoire of really good people that I bring in from time to time, and I think that your insights are spot on, really interesting. Don't always agree with them, but I like that diversity of thoughts. Well, you have every
4: right to be wrong, Shannon. You have every right to be wrong. No. Thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate it, Shannon. You're a lovely audience. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And sorry for the the tech difficulties. Next time it'll run like a well-oiled machine. I absolutely... It never does. It
4: never does. I'm right there with you. It never does.
0: Shellshockcbd.com, shellshockcbd.com. Go check them out. Don't buy anything yet. You want to buy it when I have my affiliate page shut up and all of my promo codes. And No, I'm just joking. Go buy stuff right now. Go check them out. And also make sure that you follow American Savage on Rumble. He is John Burke. Thank you guys so much for being with us. I know it was a long show today, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes when you have tech difficulties. And I think you guys enjoyed it anyway. So have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. So thankful for all of you. So thankful for your contract contributions, those small dollar contributions coming in to the shannonjoy.com. I'm seeing them. I appreciate them. The monthly support is so important in giving us that nice independent grounding that um, that we need so that I can always be honest with you about who my sponsors are and and how the money is coming in so that you know what my angles are. And that's always what I I hope for my audience, that there's a clear delineation and you never have to wonder about me the way I wonder about some of these bigger talkers out there. So I think we're working this all out. And again, really thrilled. I love it when I hit the trifecta, right? You get a great commentator like John Burke and Lindsey Graham. They have, uh, they're courageous. They stood up during 2020. They're also entrepreneurs. They have great products and great businesses, and I get to merge it all together on one show and introduce them to all of you. It just warms my heart. Of course, my fave, 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 favorite, qpgoatsoap.com. They are my heart. QPGoatSoap.com. Quinn Pittman and his beautiful family and his amazing mother, Dana, they are doing gangbusters in the Christmas store. Everybody loves QP Goat Soap. They're using the promo code. In fact, as I mentioned, the pet pet shampoo is completely sold out. They are taking orders, but they can hardly keep up with them. So you guys also love QP Goat Soap. Makes me so happy. And uh, we just love working with these absolutely amazing companies. So qpgoatsoap.com, qpgoatsoap.com. Make sure you use that promo code JOY for 10% off. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to our production team for putting this together all week long. Aaron and Cannon, you guys are the best. Have a wonderful, restful weekend. And we'll be back to do it all again, right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey, everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024 post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941 246 2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941 246 2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.